In heaven, there is such a thing as a full reward. And the Apostle John tells us how to receive a full reward. He tells us what we have to do on this earth in order to receive a full reward in heaven. Reading from Second John, starting at verse 8. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house. Neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. You're going to lose full reward unless you heed this message given by the Apostle John. If someone comes to your house and that person does not abide in the doctrine of Christ, that person does not have God. I don't care if he calls himself a Christian, if he says he's a Baptist, if he's a Methodist, if he's Church of Christ, if he's the Assembly of God, if he's Word of Faith. If he lives any way other than the doctrine of Christ, he doesn't have God. If he has a doctrine which says it's fine for a divorced man, a man to marry a divorced woman, it's fine for a woman to divorce and remarry, that man is not living in the doctrine of Christ. If he approves homosexuals and lesbians, he is not living in the doctrine of Christ. If at his church the ministers are called priests, they are not living in the doctrine of Christ. That's Old Testament, not New Testament. If they're called anything other than apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, they're not living in the doctrine of Christ. We're going to go over some of these doctrines of Christ, but you have to understand, you are not going to receive a full reward in heaven unless you do these things spoken by John. We're going to read it again. First, Second John, there's just one chapter in it. 2 John, starting at verse 8. Look to yourselves. Pay attention to the way, the way you are living. That we lose not those things which we have wrought. John is telling us you can lose reward in heaven. But that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. If you have a Baptist relative and you keep giving them teachings from the Bible, and they will not receive the teachings. Don't kid yourself about them. They don't have God. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrines of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son, if there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, this doctrine of the New Testament Bible, receive him not into your house if he does not bring that doctrine. 
neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. When I go to the bank and the teller says to me, have a, have a good day, he is bidding me Godspeed. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know what I'm going to be doing the rest of the day. I could be going out and committing fornication or adultery, and he would be sanctioning it by his words. Don't say that. Just don't say that to people. If you have to say anything, if you work in the world and you have to say anything to them, why can't you just say thank you? But don't tell them, have a good day. You do not know what that person is going to be doing, and you will become a partaker of it if you say that to them. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. The doctrines of Christ are the instructions given us in the New Testament Bible. 1 Corinthians 6 Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. Paul clearly shows us at the time of sexual intercourse, even if you're having sex with a prostitute, the two become one flesh. And then Paul says in verse 18, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Fornication is a sin unlike every other sin. The other sins are without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Other Doctrines of Christ 1 Corinthians 7 presents a commandment of the Lord to the New Testament church. Verse 10, Paul says, And unto the married I command, yet not I but the Lord. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. Romans 7. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth? Now some of you are going to be hearing at church, we're not under the law. We're not under the law of Moses on sacrifice of animals for our sins. But we are under the law of the New Testament Bible. Paul explains it in Romans 7. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. Now, is that what the doctrine is that you're going by? If the woman 
leaves her husband and marries another man, if the woman is divorced by her husband and marries another man, the divorced woman is an adulteress. For if the woman which hath an husband is for the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Matthew 5, Jesus says, But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committeth adultery. The man who, marry, who, who divorces a faithful wife will be the cause of her adultery if she remarries. That faithful wife will commit adultery if she remarries. And the man who marries that divorced woman will commit adultery. Mark 10. And he, Jesus, saith unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. That's Mark 10, 11, 12. Another subject, Romans 1, homosexuals and lesbians, verse 26, for this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature, and likewise also men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. It is not a matter of what you think about homosexuals and lesbians. It's what God thinks. And we who belong to God conform ourselves to the thinking of God as it is presented in the New Testament Bible. Yes, a homosexual or lesbian can be born again. If they are born again, the truth of his scripture is revealed to that homosexual or lesbian, and he no longer supports the acts of homosexuals or lesbians. 1 Corinthians 6 Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate homosexuals, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Ephesians 4, verse 8. Wherefore he, Jesus, saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive, and gave gifts unto men. And he, Jesus, gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, 
Some churches are taught there are no more apostles or prophets. That is opposite to this scripture. There are apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers given to the church after the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus. Ephesians chapter 4. If you believe there are no more apostles and prophets in the churches today, you don't have the doctrine of Christ. You don't have God. Here is God on the subject. Ephesians 4. If anyone comes to your house and does not believe there are apostles and prophets in the churches today, don't let them in. Don't invite those people into your house. Don't argue doctrine with them. Just don't do anything. You might present the doctrine once or twice, but after that, we are told in Titus chapter 3, after we have brought one, the first or second admonition, and that person doesn't receive it, just reject that person, knowing that he sinneth and that he is condemned of his own works. Don't keep trying to give them scripture. Don't keep trying to teach them. Make your cutoff line after the second admonition. And then if they've rejected it, don't make opportunities to visit with them. Don't call them on the phone and say, how are you doing? You know how they're doing. Don't give any entrance whatsoever to associating with that person and hearing that person's views. It takes a lot of discipline to do this. There is no such minister as Pope, Cardinal, Archbishop, or Minister of Music. All of those things have been added to the churches by human beings. They are not of God. There are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers as ministers in the New Testament church given to the church by Jesus. I just mentioned Titus 3, but I will read it to us again. This is a doctrine of Christ. A man that is an heretic after the first and second admonition reject, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinneth, being condemned of himself. Don't keep trying to share things of God with them after they reject the first and second admonition. Don't keep company with them. No emails, no phone calls, no visitations, no luncheons, no communications. Just withdraw that from that person. Avoid that person. Just walk away quietly. To review, Second John, verse 10 and 11. If there come any unto you and bring not these doctrines... Receive him not into your house, neither bid him God's speed, for he that biddeth him God's speed is partaker of his evil deeds. All of the words of the New Testament are doctrines of Christ. There are many other doctrines in the New Testament, but these are the, some of the most violated today by Christians. There was a man living 
behind me at a previous location. He came to me one day and said, Would you consider renting one of your extra rooms for the weekend? He said, "Uh, We're having an anniversary and we don't have enough room to keep all of our visitors. My wife's daughter and her friend need a place to stay. And I wondered if you would consider renting us a room. And I said, no, I wouldn't rent a room. I would let you have the room. And then I had what's called a check in my spirit. And I said, now, wait a minute. Tell me about this friend. What are we talking about here? And he said, oh, well, my wife's daughter's a a lesbian. And she and her lesbian partner will be coming. I said, oh, no, I can't do that. I cannot have them into my house. He said, well, I don't like it either. Now, this man was Jewish. He was not a Christian. But I don't care. I'm not taking them in. It's not that I hate lesbians or homosexuals. It's what the Bible tells me. Do not admit them to your house. They bring the opposite to the doctrine of Christ. One time my cousin and her two adult-age sons and her husband came over from Albuquerque, New Mexico to visit me. We were getting ready to have dinner and they mentioned Alan's girlfriend who was a divorced woman. I don't care if they're Christians or not Christians. There's only one doctrine and it's of the Holy Bible. And I told them this. The Bible says the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Therefore, I warn you, Alan, not to marry this woman. I didn't know they were already having sex. I might have had a different message for him, but I definitely would not approve marrying this divorced woman because I know what the Bible says. Don't let them into your house when they bring another doctrine. Even if they're not a believer, I'm not going to let them in my house. It's my house. I control who comes into my house. And if they bring another doctrine, I don't let them in my house. I've never understood this with people who say they're Christians. I had a cousin who's Church of Christ, been Church of Christ all her life. She and her husband would invite another cousin to come with her boyfriend, lover, and stay at their house. I never understood it. Another Baptist woman who was married to my dad's half-brother, she would welcome her granddaughter who was out there committing fornication with one person after another. She would let that girl come into her house. I never understood this. I never understood doing it. I did not know Second John verses 10 and 11 at that time. I just knew I wouldn't do that. I would not let them come and stay and sleep in a room, have sex in a room in my house. This makes no sense to me as a Christian. Well, the scriptures confirm what was planted inside me, that I wasn't going to do that. So if you want a full reward, you're going to have to conform yourself 
to these instructions in Second John. If there come any unto you and bring not these doctrines of the New Testament Bible, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed, for he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. 